Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream. Interesting one, huh? Uh, you know, uh, this one. Before we get into it, um, they always say two things you should avoid talking about. Politics and religion. Ah, we're screwed. We're breaking that rule today. We're discussing Murder Among the Mormons, a documentary that was just released on Netflix. Jay's pick. Um, and this, I this was an interesting one. I thought it was a really good one. Um, it was interesting because it was started off. It was a little bit slow for a little bit, and I almost gave up hope. But I stayed the course. About halfway through episode two, and you're then like, okay, okay, okay. This is, wow, this is getting crazy. And yeah. then. My favorite thing about these ones, the twist, the twist, the, twist. the plot <laughs> twist, the twist, and there it was, man. And mm. it was, it ended up being a great one. It was a really good story, uh, really interesting, um, a lot to it. Uh, I, and just to piggyback on what you said, as far as it being slow, initially it was supposed to be six episodes. Gosh. You see, when they got acquired it, and Netflix acquired it, they're like, "Nah, we're cutting it to three. So that was a good call. Applaud to whoever yeah, made that decision. Whoever made that call. They've been listening the to our show. They, maybe, They've been yeah, listening that we've been have. saying these things maybe are too less, drawn less out. Less and is so more, man. Less, less is, is more. more. Thank you. Thank you, Netflix. Less is more. You can Thank send you. us a check. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, just, just make sure we get that percentage. The story follows a man named Mark Hoffman, and um, it it starts out with a, a discovery. And he ha- he makes a discovery in a Bible. He gets at a, a rare bookstore or something like that. And, and it was supposedly the from the granddaughter of the man who started Mormonism. And um, it, it's an incredible find. And, and right out of the gate, before they even get into the whole forgery thing, which we'll get to, they, I, my first thing was, and I know you had to believe this too, how the hell did these people just be like, how the hell do you keep finding this stuff? You keep walking well, in these stores and you find Yeah, that things? didn't raise a flag. This guy was just, uh, he was good You're that at lucky? finding. Well, because it was, it to me, it started slow. Old books. Yeah, he was just kind of, he was a guy that dealt in hard to find items and he would buy and sell but these hard to find items. Again, out of the gate. Cool. Out of the gate, dude. He was finding <laughs> things that was just like, okay, I'm, I, I collect records, right? I have some white whales in my collection. But, I mean, most of the ones that I have, I had to buy. I had to purchase. I didn't find them out in the open. There have been some that I have. But consistently, it is extremely hard. to. Now, we're talking about, you know, first pressings, stuff like that, that are in good condition. The stuff's not easy because guess what? There are thousands of other dudes just like Looking me for the same trying thing. to do exactly the same thing. And I guarantee you. See, I you, didn't. Maybe because, because of the fact that I kind of watch these things with one eye, with one eye to the side sometimes. So, maybe I didn't. It didn't raise any flags. Right at the gate, I was like, it didn't How raise did no any flags for me. This guy? I was like, like Wait okay, a this guy's got a good hustle. He goes around to old bookstores and finds rare finds. It's just like flipping items on eBay. You buy yeah. something cheap here, you sell it there. I was like, I can, I can, I can get along with his hustle. Good hustle. But then, yeah, he finds this document that's basically going to turn the whole Mormon religion upside down. And the Mormon guys put the kibosh. We'll get Woo! to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. It's good, good, good place. They turned to, to gangsters. Uh, they were oh, like, they went to gangsters, time. big time. And it was also directed that way, though. Because I think they wanted you to believe. We'll we'll get into that next. Dark side of the stream on one hundred four point seven. The cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern. It is dark side of the stream discussing murder among the Mormons. Now, as we said, the early on in the documentary, um, you find you meet this guy named Mark Hoffman who finds what they called the Salamander Letter, and in it, it was supposedly written by what was it? 
I guess it was the it was the founder's wife who wrote the letters or a friend or acquaintance that basically said in the in the story in the Book of Mormon, he was led to the golden book or the golden plated book by golden an plates, angel. Golden plates, um, yeah. which the angel's name was uh, Moroni, 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 or something. The documentary they kept showing interplace of like the story of you know it was so cheese, but it was like, but basically the the idea was that this you know angel showed him the book and this was the word of God and, and this is what you need to follow. Well, this letter said, actually it wasn't an angel. It was a white salamander. Yeah, and so yeah. they looked at this letter and like, this is legit. And there was actually a huge and still is market for historical items because it's not like Christianity where this stuff would be 2000 years old. This stuff is in, in religion terms it's is relatively new modern, right? and stuff was held on to stuff exists and anything the church can get a, their hands on. They want it not only to, because they're huge into the history and it's a big part of the religion, but also in this case to control the narrative, they control the narrative. Now, now it's not just the Mormon church that done the, has done this. Oh yeah. The Catholic sure. church oh, has yeah, done it. Church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, and, and it also goes to show you how, well, if you, I mean, if they were that concerned about that, what else are they hiding? Right. You, fake right, or right. not. Yeah. Right. Fake right. or not. Yes. Um, I, I implore you and I'm never going to dog anyone. If you believe in a spaghetti monster or, or God above, whatever, oh, that's great. How'd I, you know? <laughs> I, I, that's great. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, do right. whatever as long you as want. you live your life good, yeah. then that, if that helps good. that, then so cool. I'm not knocking anybody's right. religion at all. But uh, again, you kind of see what people will, as far as they'll go to stop the narrative, to control the narrative. It kind of makes you wonder. And it's just a little wishwashy. Um, but uh, they did. They went out and paid a lot of money for this thing. Well, allegedly. Well, they well the the salamander they did through a guy who was kind of an intermediator between Mark and the church, and the church said, "You buy this and hold on to it," and it just kind of goes away. So then he finds some more stuff, a lot more stuff, and it's it's becoming clear this guy has a, a knack for finding things, and some of these things were yeah, just, man, were just unbelievable. Hey, everybody's got a skill. It, everybody's it, got a skill, man. It's something else, you know. Something else I really I loved about this was. All the old school like TV footage, TV news that they showed. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. The editor who in this show is really smart. Um, and you know what? It, it made me miss TV with the way it used to be. You know what I mean? Oh, when, yeah? you're, when you're when you're young, just like the eighties and nineties, like TV was just it was it was cheese, but it was good. There, few channels. Are we getting are we getting old? I don't I don't know because I have more channels now than I've ever had when I was a kid, and I never watched TV. You can't find I, anything. I go home, I put on YouTube. I find things to watch on YouTube. And then That's all I watch. Blo- it blows my mind. I know. What are we paying for? Go outside. Spend time. No, outside. Man. Anyway, so yeah, Dark Side of the Stream, we're talking uh, Murder Among the Mormons. We'll talk more about what this guy has found and then really what happened after things started to come to a head for him on the Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. Mike the intern, Jay Stevens in the studio today discussing murder among the Mormons. So before we get into this, did you ever forge anything as a child, your parent's signature or anything? I'm like sure that? I had to have. You, had don't to really, have. you don't remember like specifics? Had or to anything? have. It had to be a report card. I remember one time I got in big trouble for lying to my dad about the report card. I remember. Like, I just said, oh, I don't know. We just. Like he finally asked after like there should have been a few of them already, and, and I was like, no, I don't know. I, I I literally said like, no, I don't know. They're just not doing them like that. They're just and not I, doing I them. I guess something like that. And he, <laughs> he found out and I had a bunch of deeds or something on there. He was livid, man, livid. 
Threatened to, threaten to stick me in military school. I'll tell you a story that I'm not too proud of. Oh, here we if go. If you ever look at my signature mm-hmm. and you look at my dad's signature, yeah. it's ex- almost identical. And you know oh, why? Wow. Because I learned how to sign stuff based off forging his name. Oh, that's so dirty. And so my signature is extremely close Mr. to Mr. Holmes, I hope you're listening. He, I apologize for is. your son's actions. Yeah, he, he knows this. I've told him this. He can see my signature now. He knows. But it's funny because my oldest kid, she gave for Christmas this year. She gave, she painted the, I'm a big fan of Cap, Cowboy Bebop, and she painted this really cool like glass uh, thing of one of the characters and signed it. And when I opened it, I go, oh my God, this is amazing. And then I looked in the corner, I go, I didn't sign this. Her signature is exactly oh, get the ready. same get as ready. mine. Get Scared ready. Get ready. me to death. I get was like, ready. what are you doing? Anyway, back to the subject. We're talking about murder among the Mormons. Mm-hmm. And basically this guy, Mark Hoppin, had found all these really interesting historical religious artifacts. He was starting to get into other stuff too. Buying trade. He was making some Buying, good money, making right? Making some good money. Bucks, he bought um, a Toyota. Yeah. He bought a real nice Toyota. Yeah. Um, it really, really crazy. And as we mentioned, at first you kind of get the idea that, oh, it's the evil Mormon church. They're, they're doing this. Shut him well, down, right? Basically, what <laughs> happens is three bombs go off in the span of two days in the Salt Lake area. A, a guy who was basically a buyer of some of these documents mm-hmm. gets killed. The ex partner of his wife gets killed, and then Mark Hoffman gets blown up. Yep. And at first, you're like, oh Mormon my God, Church. They're, they're Mormon the, the Church. Way it's, Here the we way go. It's done. Is they they kind of you know, and then they start looking at. I go. This is dirty. There's a connection. That's here. when I texted you. Hey, you got to watch this documentary. This, this church is going dirty. <clears throat> it's dirty. That's the way they make it make you think. But then you start to realize that maybe Mark Hoffman isn't who he says he is. And then they start doing their homework. And all these people that had actually said that these were legitimate documents were fooled. And on down the line, it turns out everything this guy had dealt with and done had been a forgery. One of the greatest forgers in history. Yeah. Because not only did he fool people and so on so there was a lot of people who he did, fooled went, experts government agencies the united states government yeah. when he was doing his interview after he was convicted of murder he was talking about how far back this went and he started doing this as a teenager with coins yep. he sent in a coin that he had forged to the united states government and they certified, and they certified it. it as as legit Dude, and that's your said, hustle right there this bro whole thing about the if it's kind of the truth but it's not but someone says it right. is the truth well, yeah 100 right then it's the truth that's scary as hell. That is well, so and that's scary. that's another one. Like I watched the art documentary the other day, and the same thing. It's like if it's a forgery or it's real, if people appreciate it and are paying the money for it, what does it really matter? Well, who's, see, that's who made a collectible it? item. It's like if you have a Jay Stevens rookie card, right. you know, and it's worth a hundred dollars to me, but it's only worth five dollars to that guy. It's right. only worth what we're willing to pay. Yeah, yeah. Which is so like Bitcoin, ultimately, right. like the certification thing, it's it's cool if you're wanting to verify it and move it on in the value of the product. But if it if that piece of used Kleenex is worth a thousand dollars to you, brother, go ahead, <laughs> have it at it. I guess it's this guy was amazing, like unbelievable. If you can forge stuff that good. You, so, why are you going and blowing people up? You might as well stick to your script, dude. Well, eventually what was going to happen, he had found what they called the McClellan uh, documents. And this kind of solidified more that the Mormon church had been covering things up. The yeah, whole religion. yeah, the story it was a little It basically goes sketch. back to this guy was raised in a very strict Mormon home. And as he got older, kind of had issues with certain things in the church. And I think not only did he want to benefit financially off of this, he also wanted to hurt the church in any way he could. 
Well, the word gets out that he's got these documents. They're going to do a buy, a big time buy. It's like three hundred thousand dollars. He gets uh, he gets money from a collector in town. Oh, that old man, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, man. But he had some really hustled. good advice, and that was after he lost like one hundred eighty five thousand dollars to this guy. He goes, you know, I was going through a really dark period, and then one day I woke up and I said, you know, he took my money, but I'm not going to let him take anything else. And I moved on. Called his dad, said, tell him I forgive him. And we're all, and I, there I've been go, fine. That's the way. That's great advice to anyone that's going through stuff. But anyway, so eventually everything's coming to a head. Mark knows it. He decides I'm going to blow these guys up to get some uh, heat off me and these forgeries. Uh, ends up killing a guy he dealt with. And then he was going after the dude's uh, partner, but ended up getting his wife instead. They think, and I agree, that uh, that, uh, that third bomb wasn't really intended for him. He claims that he was going to commit suicide, and that's what it was about. But ultimately, I think, <laughs> I really think that was that going. I, th- I think he screwed up, and that third one went off when he was going to put it down somewhere. Because I, I someone that, he was a sociopath, I don't think he was going to kill himself. Amazing, man. Unbelievable. We'll talk more about what happened to Mark Hoffman next, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, discussing murder, forgeries, and the Mormon Church. It's the dark side of the stream, our final segment on 104.7 The Cave. So, ultimately, Mark Hoffman was caught, thanks to a actual guy who actually said, hey, these are forgeries. Because, originally, when Man. they were trying to prove that he was done, they, they couldn't really prove anything or get a warrant until they proved these things were forgeries. Um, they sent it in the FBI. FBI was like, no, it's good. It's legit. Right. Incredible. And then this one guy was like, no, it's not. The techniques Mark Hoffman came up with to like, yeah, you know, like vacuuming like, the ink through uh, the uh, document, spray all with these this things stuff. And incredible, it man. Was so like, badass, master, master. It really came down to a good eye and an investigator who was worth every bit when he f- discovered that the ink cracked in certain paces. Somebody, and find, somebody and he, he found, worked a yeah. few extra hours and figured this <laughs> figured out. out. Which is good. Yep. Uh, Mark Hoffman will be convicted of um, uh, two counts of murder and uh, a lot, bunch of other stuff. He's in prison for the rest of his life, for sure. Um, and uh, it's an incredible, good. crazy story. It was a good story. Yeah. Good one. Messed good up one. a lot of lives, what do you, including what do you give it? How many forged items do out you give it? five? Yeah. I would say I'd give it a four. Four, four forged, forged out of five. five. I'd go four as well. Yeah, four, four forged out of five. Because it, it had what I love in everyone is that twist. All of a sudden, something you don't see coming, you're like, whoa. All right, I got to pay attention now. If you watch this documentary and you are curious about the more about the history of the Mormon Church, um, I implore you to download last podcast on the left, and they do a six-part series about the Mormon Church. Originally, it was supposed to be one episode, but there is so much information about because again, it was started in the 1800s. Okay, so it's not yeah. like we have a wealth of knowledge about yeah, these people, yeah. how this thing got started, the early days, all that stuff. It is a rabbit hole to go down, I and I implore you to check out those one. guys. Listen to that thing; it's it's a very eye opening uh, series for sure. Cool. Um, so now we are what uh, next episode is it? In my turn, I think I picked this one. You so did? it must be yeah. I uh, just keep picking winners. Sorry, I mean, dude, you've been sending me. He's like sending me I've like five list. documentaries a, a week, and I'm you, like, man. bro, I have a kid. I can't. I don't know about you, but I I That's got stuff to do. Sit down with the kid sleeping, and you watch a documentary, bro. So I guess just uh, what, what else we got? What was the, what was some of the two that you talked to me about this weekend? Well, we keep backburnering a bunch too. We keep saying we're going to do something yeah, and we backburner them. Uh, the, the kung fu one. Okay, let's kung, do the kung fu movie. Hey, wait, let's get the proper name. Let's get the proper name because you know I'm name. a big kung fu guy and I love. Let's see, Mike the intern here. Ah, 
Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks awesome. on Netflix. The history of Kung Fu in motion pictures. I love it. It's great. It's awesome. really well awesome. made, real funny. And and, and, and and if it's a JPEG, history. it's probably under an hour. It's it's short. It is short. <laughs> it Perfect. is short. And it's got a lot of hip hop because the way uh, Kung Fu movies got into break dancing, that's where they got a lot of their movies well, from. So it's very that, cool stuff. The, the hip hop community and the Kung Fu movies played in like cheap Bronx, theaters. Cheap and, Bronx and, theaters. And, they talk York, about all, and so this. all these all these kids that were on the street yeah. to go see these and Bruce that's Leroy, why man. you got the Wu-Tang Clan and all these and it the talks about and all Jizza that man yeah see you dudes. already know this I yeah, didn't know this oh, dude, you know I know this I just need Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris oh man dude all day all day End of the Dragon one Billy of the greatest Jack. movies ever well yeah they talk um, about all that stuff Drunken man. Master uh, they talk about uh, all that they oh, talk man, about the old school dude, ones so they talk good. about the transitions so much Deadly Poisons there's so many watch it you you got it all. You got they got it all in there. Then we're gonna do some kung fu next uh, episode. Remember, download, subscribe, like, share. Dark side of the stream with one hundred four point seven, the cave. Woo.